0: Pleasure, truly.
1: Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Get my skinny, my skinny side. <laughs>
0: hey, if I find mine, I'll let you know. <laughs> it's rough these days. <laughs> B, you were so busy here in Vegas, you didn't have time for me. I see you were big time in me, huh? No,
1: no, 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 not at all, not at all. So I was trying to. Soon as I walked in there, you were the first person I looked for. I was like, "Where's she at? Where's she at?" And yeah. I think y'all did played. Not- did y'all play the second game that
0: first day? Uh man, that seemed like three months ago. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, and I was trying to, but let me tell you, But my feet were hurting. I, I had, had sleep, sleep, and I had to travel all the way out there. But I went to that taco stand outside. It was. I was no you good. Like, after
0: that. I'm glad you guys enjoyed <laughs> it. It, it. They had yes. y'all busy, like. It, it's been great. The content yeah. has been great. We love it.
1: And I'm definitely trying to come back for the last weekend. So I would definitely see you then. if I'm Okay. There. Okay. I like that. I'm in yeah. on for that. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today.
0: Oh, my pleasure. For real. All right.
2: Y'all ready? I am ready. All right. And we are coming in three, two, one. two. need to leave it. All right, we're coming in in three, two, one. Welcome back to a very special episode of the Triple Threat Podcast where we have a member of a group you all know and love. Maybe don't love, that's not our problem. We got B
1: Terrell with the committee. How you doing today, B? I'm lovely. I'm lovely. That's my that's my radio announcer voice. <laughs> but now I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I actually want a quiet storm tip, but okay. <laughs>
2: Well, we're going to get into it today because we have a very special episode with a very special guest. We have Miss Pokey Chapman here with us today. How are you? Uh, I'm
0: great. I'm just glad you guys got me on your short list to come on because I've been hearing some rumblings about this committee, so I need to make sure I'm listening. I love it. No, let's so, start there. I what
1: you up? What have you heard? Yeah, what's it? You
0: sent you what, what do you know it's not even about what i heard uh because i'm an old head but i can feel when something has a presence and people are paying attention and i like that because that's what's needed so uh kudos to you guys for for, for laying that groundwork and getting it done well look
2: we on space is cutting up if you ever want to join us Tuesday
0: nights <laughs> real. Well, I've, I've been hearing that i've been here i to check it out one time for real
2: well hurry before oh, we get there
0: <laughs> okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay but you know first um you know again thank you for taking time out of your schedule you're pretty busy these days uh with AU how is that going so far
0: look what you're seeing on the outside is the real deal probably then some um I mean we're on the inside of this and I can feel it because I'm getting feedback from people not just the basketball but just the content and the people that they brought in and how they're showcasing every aspect of their existence. And, you know, I got involved with this, I think back in July when they first reached out and I felt that it was going to be like this, but it has exceeded my expectations. So I'm just happy to see it continue on. Cause I think a lot more people are going to want to be involved.
1: Yes,
0: Okay. 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 So they, they reached out to you, you said. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if you met Eileen Hauser. Uh, She was actually uh, mine. You have? Yeah.
1: uh, Yeah, yeah. A few months ago.
0: Yeah. You know, and and I've just known her over the years with Nike and she was a rep, had some contracts with Nike as as some of the players did. I did as a coach. So um, when I knew she was involved, you know, Eileen's pretty straightforward. She's not going to overdo it. And in her her enthusiasm. The first time we talked, I was like, okay, that's a little bit different finally. And it hit different, right? So uh, I just kept paying attention. And I'll be honest with you. The bottom line for me was professional basketball, more spots for players in America during a traditional season. And I'm like, yo, if I can be a part of that to help it along the way, I'm in. And everything else has been, been gravy. I love it.
2: And just as a coach, because I know we've heard from a lot of the players and they're like, this is the best experience playing basketball we've ever had and I know part of it they say is because they have a little more control and can kind of you know tell the coaches when you know go sit down I know they ain't telling you to sit down like that but just you know from (laughs) you can't tell Pokey to sit down Yeah, just for you as a coach you know or as a facilitator how has the experience been from your perspective
0: you know it was a major adjustment for us as well because your natural inclination is to you know, act or react and and try to take care of everything, but the premise of this is a player-led league. I I do understand that, you know, basketball is a little bit different from volleyball and softball in that there are so many more decisions being made in a split second, right? It's not just who's tired, but who they're coming in for, what you're going to run, matchup schemes, time, score, an entirely different scoring system. So, you know, the basketball part, yes, they, most of these players are coming and they know what they want, but just managing the totality of that uh, is where they're, they've they utilized us. But it's kind of morphed into if they need us more, they're okay to ask us for more help. So uh I'm actually enjoying that and watching them grow each week. So uh the hard part was sitting down and being quiet. Shit, that was tough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, So, obviously – If they don't know, hopefully they learn a lot about you um, after speaking with you today. But we know that you've done some great things, coached some great teams. Doing this, I guess, what, three years since you've kind of been away from coaching, um, how have you spent that time? Like, what have you been doing? Did you take a break? Um, Were you working behind the scenes, still involved in basketball? What does that look like before AU and obviously before getting back into the W? Yeah, you know, it
0: was – Two, two and a half years, actually. Yeah, almost, yeah, two and a half. I don't know why I remember September 9th. You know, I say, shit, I got fired on my day off. What's, what's up with that? You know, Ooh, this is about, about to be spicy. I didn't but, enjoy. Uh, no, no, not spicy. It's just it's like I'm 52. So perspective comes a little bit easier. But, you know, uh, I've been doing this three decades. Right. So it was I actually welcome the rest. Don't misunderstand me. No you know, no one likes being relieved of their duties or going in a different direction, but something about it, it didn't just hit me in my gut and knock me down. I was like, I, I did what I was asked to do, blow it up, build it up. New leadership comes in. They want to go in a different direction. Uh, I was good with that. I could put my head on my pillow and, you know, I, I didn't want to convey that because people would never believe it. Right. They're like, yeah, right. But I was OK. I think my assignment was done there. And uh, I spent a lot of time. I, I live in New Orleans. So, you know, I had a place there and I I just love my city. So I spent a lot of time. I'm about two blocks from the quarters. I can walk, listen to music, you know, sip on some Ooh. good wine, watch basketball. I really tried to become a fan of the game. Uh, because it's hard as a coach no one wants to watch a game with the coach because we're rewinding stuff and we get behind and you can't get on Twitter because then you'll know the score but uh I I spent that time relaxing being a fan going to see people who would always come to see me and I was doing some consulting uh for a couple of colleges a semi-protein uh some speaking engagements but just I wasn't looking for it it was just something because when you're older you just got you know, connections out there, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I was just also getting ready. You know, I I wanted to uh, delve into the NBA side only because it's a, it's a challenge, right? Uh, All you got to do is basketball. I remember Becky would always tell me, even Jenny Busick, they would say, look, they don't care if you're a man or a woman, they're just trying to get their next check. That's everybody on the outside making a big deal about it. So I kind of pursued that, got down to a finalist for a G league head coach position. Um, and, but, you know, but it was, it was cool. I, I did some, some private training, some lessons, and then lo and behold, you know, Noel gives me the call and here I am. So I enjoyed the time off minus the pandemic woes.
2: Uh, you know, get that time to recharge because that's always necessary. So mm, them good
1: beignets down there. Woo. And I say, cause I love your city too.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> upset they ain't got that final four going back there, but that's another story. But, um, you know, so then we see you at AU, and then we also hear the announcement about you know you going back to the W. What was that um, process kind of like, and what was the reaction from your part when you got the call?
0: Yeah, you know, um, I coach Noah in Russia, uh, Noelle in Russia, and actually Sue was on the same team, and just I think it was like January fourth. You know, she reached out to me and. We talked, and she just wanted to know if I would be interested. And, uh, you know, a couple of things. Yes, because it was her. Yes, because of the Seattle organization. And we all see what they put on the court in the four championships. But for me, I think about they, their current GM started off as an unpaid intern. Right? Now she's a GM. Mm-hmm. They had a plan for Noel. It got fast-tracked because Dan took ill. So they're not afraid to promote within if it's not the popular pick. For them, the popular pick is who can get it done, regardless of what they look like, where they came from. And they are who they are from, you know, the sustainable building they're gonna play into to Planned Parenthood when it wasn't popular, to female ownership. It just hit different in this time when we're still going through, much, through so much, uh, let me not say a bad word, stuff. You know, and it, it just felt good. Um, and then the rest is history. You know, Noel has that quiet voice, uh, but she's very intentional, specific, and she done beat around the bush. And then it just happened like in two and a half weeks. It was done. And uh, the best part was the reception from everyone, man. Look, one day they had me all emotional and stuff. I'm listening to my gospel, read messages, and everyone was so excited. I'm like, Lord, I got a tear falling down my eyes. I'm so grateful. <laughs> So uh yeah, I feel like a kid in a candy store at Christmas time.
1: It's good stuff. So how obviously um you never really took that break away, you know? Like you said, you've been working behind the scenes, so you're still around basketball. But now that you're with AU as a facilitator, uh, how is that kind of like preparing you? Kind of helping you get back and ready for the upcoming season with the storm?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, Mercedes is here and Kiki arrogance here so i'm like oh look at god right uh, <laughs> and so <That> <laughs> but look it was so funny because i'm like yo i'm i don't want any i don't want no stuff from anybody so i would see them and go don't y'all come talk to me right <laughs> you know tampering on your name exactly but it, it, you know all in jest because it's free agency we could talk anyway but uh just the timing of everything but i think the preparation is uh Just assisting because I was an assistant coach for 14 years. People forget about that. But just assisting young people, uh, players in in their, um, you know, in their quest to be the best. And then also just sharpening my skills because the time off I had, I mean, I watched a lot of basketball. You know, people think the old heads can not get better. We evolved, too. And I'm looking forward to learning some stuff myself.
2: And then just with that, because, you know, you kind of are known for your eye for talent and just how you've been able to pick out these different players that we're now seeing in the league that are doing huge things and have come, you know, a long way. And some people may not have seen it when you saw it. Uh, what kind of things stick out to players for you when, you when you're doing your scouting?
0: You know, it's different. Um you know, I went into a situation in Chicago that was an expansion team that had never made the playoffs, and then I had to go to Indy, where they had never done a rebuild, so I was asked to blow it up and build it up. So the look is different than, say, Seattle, who's established, and they have a system, a way of play, and they find players to fit that and mold it. But I think, uh, I think the biggest thing, and I was telling to someone this morning, that oftentimes coaches you know, I hope I don't do this a lot. We let our egos get in the way. It's like, it's a hell of a lot easier for me to morph to the moment than 12 players, right? right. To to, to be flexible enough to see what's needed um, in terms of how we need to play. So I think, you know, I'm always looking, you know, it's, it's this point guard point of view. It's not just what's in front of you. And I think sometimes people are afraid, to make those decisions that Joe Blow, who's come and see your damn game for entertainment, they don't get it. So I think sometimes they handcuff people, and I'm not afraid of that. Uh, you know, I tell people all the time Courtney Vandersloot was my very first draft pick, and I was I was ready for you to talk about Courtney. <laughs> no, but like, but it was so it's so funny when people are like, "Oh my God," you and I'm like, "Dude, that was so easy," <laughs> and not because of what she's done now. It's because what she was able to do back then, like, you know, she scored all those points in the tournament and that's what everybody saw. But I'm telling you guys, her vision becomes clearer as the court shrinks and the game slows down for her. Most people get scattered and blind and they play fast. And I thought to myself, Damn, I'm gonna just I'm tell everybody like, right. I taught her that, even though I didn't. <laughs> I'm just gonna enhance it, right? And uh, you know, the rest was was everything else. But I think it's just a matter of not being afraid to trust your gut uh and go for what you know you're trying to accomplish.
2: And then like with, because Benaja was another one that you kind of spotted out early on. Like, what did you see from her? She got a long list of them. Yeah, no, I oh.
0: B I drafted her 17th 17th pick in this draft and that year in college Vivian uh Coast Trigger had a bunch of post injuries, So, Banija and 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 Copper were playing the post. And I was like, yeah. "Damn, they're dogs and they're like this big, right?" So that stood out. You know, and she changed her way of playing so Rutgers could be successful, and I'm thinking to myself, she's going to have to make another change when she comes to us, but her mother's a basketball player, coach. She's been around it, but it was just her leadership, her body. You know, she could play both sides of the ball. Uh, you can't go wrong with that, right? And well, so I thought. So uh, look, I was lucky to have two servants of Benaja, you know, uh, and then to watch her go on and secure the bag. It's just been like, been awesome for me to see.
2: Benaja World Tour. Like, we're, we're a fan of that over here.
0: Yes, yes. It's crazy, right? Like, you know, I told a story to somebody. I uh, was—I forgot. Oh, I was on a podcast last week, and I remember as a rookie, she had this commanding presence because she has that voice, you know, and she has that mean, stern look, and she's never joking. She's really spot on about basketball. So I remember she was on the team, and like Elena was there, and all these, you know, vets and star players, and she didn't care, you know, and they listened to her because she brought it every day. So. Kudos to Benajah. I I wish you all the best except when we play him.
1: (laughs) I got one of my faves, you know, down in Atlanta now who you drafted, which was a surprise pick back then. You took Cheyenne Parker. So, you know, like I saw what she did at um, at Middle Tennessee State. So I was always a fan. So when you took Mm -hmm. her, I was surprised. So I would just say thank you because now Atlanta Dream has benefited from the services of Cheyenne Parker. So I can't wait to see her back. And that's
0: a pokey product. No, listen, you know, CP got caught up and you know, they said she, well, she did, you know, she tested. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's, it's widely known. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not going to say exactly what I thought, but uh, I just hated that she was going to get marred with that for life. (laughs) Uh, It didn't take away the fact from she was a tremendous offensive rebounder, number one she loves contact which people don't quite get and she finishes around a basket with her left hand and then as you know it's like she has this really nice touch i'm like okay i can extend her range you know and she got this hunger about her and i'm like i, I need some dogs as you know i am thinking she's probably thinking my, my basketball is over right so i know once i get her she's gonna run through a wall for this opportunity and she did and so i'm just happy to see her she sent me a picture of the baby a couple of weeks ago, so I'm just happy to see her doing well.
2: So in coming back to the league, um, what are kind of the differences from the league you left a couple of years ago? Like, what have you seen change?
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs>
2: we could just Talk get a short it. list, because I
0: know <laughs> No, Talk I'm trying to – no, no, no. I, I, no, it's not uh, – uh, You know, I think we all have these stories where we say the pandemic in our personal lives made us pause and peek at folks differently, right? Uh, I think it also uh, gave us a different lens into sport. You know, everybody sat still and watched some things. And then they had time to promote some things, to push some things, to speak on things that pissed them off, right? And so all those things got momentum. And I'm good with all of that. And I'm not one of those people that, you know, I'm not going to shit where I eat or anything like that, but it's about growth. And I'm 52, so I'm not in the age group where, oh, we should just be so happy how far we've come. I like pushing the envelope. You know, I like the direction things are going in uh, because it's always from a positive standpoint, even though uh, we claim to want to be like the men so bad, right? But we're so sensitive in women's basketball i'm
1: my
2: like yes like, talk to the
1: people are you reading our group chats or something because we <laughs> say the same thing no like that's part of it like you know i always have
0: this saying with, with my teens. i'm like you know so now I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna do that but anyway we 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 have to go through the growing pains and put our personal feelings aside for the greater good. Like we see that everywhere in life, you know, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, you know, all of that. But now it's infiltrating our sport and it's kind of making it it's stagnant when it should be, you know, uh, because people get their little feelings hurt. And I think as coaches, we're just used to it. Look, everything we do is criticized. We're so used to it. Our family's not. <laughs> um, I, say, I used to say, listen. These people paying $25 for entertainment, they can say whatever the hell they want to say. It's fine. This is my life. I got a mortgage. (laughs) And I said, I'm going to make the best decision I can. So we as coaches, we have that thick skin to understand. That's just a hit you have to take. But then society sometimes doesn't. And it kind of gets in the way of of our growth, I think.
1: And do you think that's... No, you go ahead. No, go go. I'm waiting on you.
2: Because like, do you think that's kind of because it's a female sport? Because we say this all the time. Like we need a little negativity. You can't get the omelet if you ain't gonna crack the egg. So we gotta have some of this to to move forward. And all critique is not bad critique. But do you think because it's a female sport, everybody's like, oh my God, like y'all can't do that. Y'all need to be happy all the time. I think it's
0: layered. I think it's because it's new like we don't, mm-hmm. have, we don't have reps at it right so it's oh so we overreact so All we don't right. have reps at it uh I do think sometimes it falls in that even from how the game is officiated sometimes you know it's like, uh, yes I, oh, I, oh yes I about, oh, no, no, no 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 I don't I don't mean that from from you know I'm not judging them I'm talking about oh you know like like we can't be rough you know like the no. fan standpoint you know it's like it's a physical game. I'm sorry, whoever told you it wasn't that. I'm not talking about playing football, but they are elite athletes, you know, and they're going head to head with their muscle. And there's going to be some moments <laughs> where things get tangled up. But I think it's, it's both of those things. And at, at the end of the day, it's uncomfortable when there's a shift. You think about anything in life, Okay, those mm-hmm. sports out, right? <laughs> be it in your family dynamic, be it in your purse relationship, be it on your job. But now in our sacred sport, there's a shift and then people are losing their mind. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, we're we're excited. I'm ecstatic. You know, like I'm seeing, I, I ran in here one day to catch this free agency show, which I knew everything that was going to be on that. <laughs> I was, like I was mad. It was 30 minutes. I'm like, man, I'm getting comfortable. I'm like, that's it?
1: You know, <laughs> so I'm on that
0: side of it. But I also know the struggle of people who want to be more as well. And so we, and, and my only thing is even when we have a little bit of, you know, I don't know, tomfoolery going on, we still have to as, as a collective be together to, to bump those people at the top so they see us like they need to divide. Y'all know how that works. They need that divide. So
1: they can slow down the progress. You talked about um how the game is officiated. And it made me think of, I was, I was shooting a game. I forgot what school it was. It's a big game. And, you know, like you said, a player like Cheyenne Parker down there banging. And I remember the ref said, hey, play nice. I'm like, you don't tell the men to play nice. Like, you were literally saying, like, it was a warning type thing. They didn't call a foul, but during the dead ball, they were like, hey, ladies, play nice. I'm like, that's to use your word that's some tomfoolery like you would never tell guys to play nice like these are athletes allow them to tussle a little bit oh, <laughs> I do have a- I, I agree
0: I agree I mean I've, I've never had that from officials I just sometimes certain segments of fans of the game want it to be a well, it, it, it's a physical game you know uh of course we want it to be beautiful and we want it to be legal but it's a physical game uh, so that's the part I'm talking about but yeah that's not right right that's
1: not cool for sure and during your time um, as a head coach at LSU do you remember how many um, other black coaches maybe not in the SEC but even just at the power five level there were at that time
0: it wasn't many because I know every <laughs> time and every, every time I sneezed it was a big deal you know <laughs> uh, in a good way you know it just I don't remember a whole heck of a lot, you know. That was a, that was a grip ago. I mean, I've been going from LSU for like fifteen years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, fifteen years. So a lot, you know. Fifteen in our sport is almost like thirty with the way things. If we're trying to catch up to Title IX and equity and pushing the envelope and all of that, but uh, I'll tell you what. For who, who's playing at four o'clock today? South Carolina and Kentucky. I think so. Yep. Yeah. Well, seven o'clock Eastern. I mean, think think about that. You know, Dawn is yeah. South Carolina Philly girl. Kyra, you know, is is in Kentucky. I'm like, ball. Look, the, the 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 old head inside of me just smiles seeing that. You know, and then they're they're so successful. Um, well, look, I always want more. I want more. I was say the
2: southeast was getting them. You looked up and it it was filled. So I mean, but obviously, still not enough. We need more. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It.
0: it and for me, it's not even like sometimes people. It's not about the uh, a bottom number. It's about an opportunity. You know, it's like, man, I can't really say this right now. Damn, y'all get me in trouble. <laughs> it, it, it's like sometimes we gotta do it to perfection mm. a level that others can only dream of just to get the second round of the interviews. And that's all I'm gonna say on that, <laughs> you know, where, you know, and, and that's just tough. You know, you have somebody doing something for two decades and then someone oh. has one little asterisk on their resume and they're the second coming. And I, it, it's nothing against that person who's getting that opportunity, it's like, well, damn, why, why she got to do it like this? So that's still hard for me. And I guess it always will be
1: unless it changes. That made me think about, I remember there was this uh, panel discussion, maybe shortly after Dawn won back in 2017. Um, mm-hmm. I know it was between um, it was coach Daly. It was coach Yo. It was Felicia Leggett and uh, coach Vanessa Blair. And, I think Carolyn Peck was the moderator.
0: Okay. And
1: they were talking about, obviously, black uh, women as coaches and, you know, some trying to get to the big, quote unquote, the power five job. Um, How you have to perform when you get there because you may not get that second chance, again, if you don't succeed the first time. And I know, I remember um, back when um, Felicia was, was it? Indiana or Wisconsin? I, I, she was at one of those schools. um Illinois, right? Was at Illinois. No, I think she was at. She must have been at Indiana. Indiana. It was joelette Because Coach, because Jolette was at Illinois, right. And right. it's sometimes it, in in how you know, obviously, sometimes you have to really be perfect because if not, they may you may may never get that call again. That's why I'm excited for people like Coach Yo now. Thriving, you know, this season at Ole Miss because sometimes moving up from the smaller campus, the smaller programs to the larger programs, like you said, you gotta you gotta come and swing basically because you never know when that opportunity may present itself again if you don't perform the first time. So and you definitely performed.
0: I agree, and uh, I think I just saw something a few weeks ago with uh, Adia. Adia said something about that. You know, we don't get the benefit of the doubt or second chances yeah um you know and she she put it out there and 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 when you think about it we 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 don't we always think about it right so it was nice to you know for her to have the comfort and confidence to say it um Mm -hmm. because it it really
2: is it really is true okay i have a question and not to stir anything up okay because i have my own thoughts but so WNBA recently celebrated its 25th anniversary. They had stuff and, you know, tributes and such and tried to recognize it. One, what is it like for you to see the league itself make it to its 25th? And then two, how do you kind of feel they did with that?
0: Yeah. uh, Make it to the 25th, I mean, that's a milestone. You celebrate it. Um, you know, uh, I wasn't inside of it because I was out of the W at the time. Inside right. of, I wasn't inside of the things that were activated. You know, the who's, the what's, the hows. Uh, I don't know what part of pandemic played. I, I, I really, I don't know. I'm just greedy. You know, I'm Warren G. I want it all. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, I just want more, and I, I think it's because if people it's not because I am like to bitch or complain or anything. Cause I don't, it's like, I've been in Europe for six years. I was over there when Tina Thompson had Dylan, her son over there, you know, and they're going, or they're going to Russian schools. Or players are postponing having babies because they're trying to, you know, so I guess I have a different vantage point. So I think I just want it great for all those reasons. And I know it's getting, I know everything's getting better and, 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 and I'm going to trust that it's going to continue in that vein, but, uh, I just think there was rumblings about it on social media. So I wasn't sure where it was all coming from, like from who was picked or how what was done or activated. I can't really speak on that. I'm sure you guys could probably uh, you know fill me in on it from your no, I'm serious because I I, I really didn't know. I was uh, I wish
2: we could, because like they sent out a tweet in December and was like, Oh, we're gonna give you all some top moments, did did And we was like, season's over, we've moved on, like keep it pushing. So So it didn't come, okay. If nothing really transpired that me as a fan, I would have liked to see, like, we've said this in spaces countless times, like we would have liked to see some games on ESPN Classic, okay, we would have right. liked to see, you know, some stuff on like the, the Fallen uh, franchises, like talk to me about the Monarchs, talk to me about the Soul of the Rockers, this, that, the third, we would have liked to see more specials, because like all of our legends are still living, like you right, right. here. You know, like you said, Tina Thompson, she right there. Like all of them are still active within the game and very much like lucid and can tell us those stories. And I feel like they really just didn't tap into the resource they have and, and really pay respect to the people that laid the foundation for what we have now. And that was kind of the part that bothered me. So now we get this whole like go ball ceremony, which anyway. I I, I just, I'm listening. You, you, you're telling me stuff (laughs) I didn't know. Like I just to to have this whole culmination where you don't really recognize all of the black people and all you know those women that paved the way and give a vote ball to somebody who has a privilege within the league that didn't sit well with me either. So. I just would have liked to have seen them, you know, do it how the AU's doing it. Like, every time we turn on a game, we see this person with the W, we see this person, we see their kids, we see everybody who's everybody within the league being highlighted. And then when we look at the uh, WNBA finals game, it's like, oh, Chance the Rapper's here, a Chicago Bulls player's here, but like Cappy is sitting right there. And you're not telling us that. So to me, I just feel like, And we've said this on Spaces before, like they need to kind of figure out who they're trying to target and if it is actually including us because that was something we kind of realized, like coming up, seeing all y'all on like Sister Sister and Martin and in the Milk commercials, like I realized like my white friends may not have seen that. And I wasn't even actively thinking that, oh, people may not have had that same experience with WNBA players because they're not in black culture. So I would like to see y'all be reintegrated into pop culture the same way it was in those early two thousands, and I feel like the twenty fifth kind of it really dropped
0: the ball. Yeah, you know, it, and you're you're stirring up my brain because uh, what's the commercial with Dawn says, "Take the jump, Lisa." You know that commercial with the 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 W. Mm-hmm. You guys don't even remember that one, huh? Anyway,
1: hey, no, 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 is that it's... the shop or the
0: when the it call... I, I don't know. wasn't milk. Can't remember.
1: Is that the one with Kyla Pratt? I don't remember. I mean, I know. Because I think that was the, the com- milk commercials with Kyla Pratt. You're right, you're right. But I know that one you said, take the, yeah, because take the jump, because it's kind of like... Yeah, but in, in, in,
0: you know what's interesting? You brought up AU, you brought up the legends, and this is not an excuse for anything. I, I, I guess I, I guess my glass always wants to be half full of a glass of red wine, but uh, <laughs> I always, <laughs> always think what part did the, not the pad, what part did the pandemic play in things? One,
1: uh-huh. you know,
0: if, 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 if the model wasn't there and then it's a pandemic, so then it's even more glaring, right? But you just made an interesting point. Like, and I understand why AU is able to do with, you know, it's one site, it's, it's, it's one venue, 11 cameras, it's not traveling, whatever, but that was a conscious decision to do it that way. Right. So, so, so to that point, I see what you guys are saying, you know, and, and it makes sense. Even within, you know, your personal organization, you have to make a conscious decision. And I tell people all the time, I say Seattle made a conscious decision to back parenthood when it wasn't OK for everybody to do that, you know. So I guess, you know, to, to what you're saying is just make a conscious decision to go in a certain direction and, and promote those things, because there's people here, some of these young ladies here. <laughs> Like, they're young. They don't remember Cheryl Swoops playing. Exactly. They just know the name. So, and I think it's been great for Cheryl too. You know, it's like, because they're, they're babies. Listen, we played a song at, at Warm Up the other day and I won't say her name. I love this little kid. And uh, they played a song and they asked her who it was. And it was a Whitney Houston song. She uh, didn't know it was Whitney Houston. Okay. Now I see the baby. And it was an older Whitney song. But my point is, that's perspective and this so you know what what i've been doing every day they got my list on i'm playing luther i'm playing all the old stuff yeah Yeah, you know so it's like you bring up a really good point you know those those legends of the game and uh you know just doing more with that so hopefully we will
2: it's a trickle down effect because like I'm seeing some of these college players and future draft picks and they're asking them like who's their favorite player and like they're stuttering and stammering and like giving kind of non-answers. Okay, not players. I need to stop saying that. It's one in particular that I keep seeing and it bothers me. But you like who is this? What's this? It's a lottery pick coming up in this <laughs> year's draft. Okay. And, okay. No, it's Ryan. So like I that, I'm that so- narrow. That narrows yeah.
0: it down. Like, I
2: saw a Ryan Howard interview, and they asked her her, her favorite player, and she kind of was like, oh, I take different things from different players. And I was like, okay, but who's your favorite player? And uh-huh. to me, it's like if you ask younger people, because again, like I was in elementary, middle school, so my memory of them is a little foggy. So I could use the refresher. So I know these kids now, like they don't know who came before them and like they don't know how cold the comments actually were. They don't know, you know, who came like before Diana Taurasi and like what they're seeing today. So it's like in order for the history to continue, you have, somebody has to teach them. Like you said, like you're making a list to make sure they're hearing it. So I just felt like the W could have done a better job of like making sure That the history is preserved and it is shared with the future generations because like that's how the game grows and i don't really like acting like right now is the starting point as as good as things have been lately it you know stuff came before that and they need to know that and i don't know if you'll answer this question because we're on a subject who is your goat? oh yes i only get one go top five Oh
0: boy, look, Simone, and this Mm -hmm. is no no order. Um, Yeah, I I can start with her because it is not because other people aren't worthy, it's because I watched this little girl elevate a state, Mm -hmm. a state and a football state when she was like in the sixth, seventh grade. I used to leave Price to go to her middle school games. So to me, it's it's Simone. And then the other part is that, you know, the, the number of years she played the gold medal, the championships in Minnesota, but also her giving back. Like, you know, mom been giving back to her community before it was, and people don't even know about it because at one time we had the same agent and um, when we were both in Russia and she was doing stuff, feeding people, but she didn't want anybody to know. That's how she rolled, you know? And so it's that part. She's always coming back Uh she she did well with her money, you know. She bought she got forty eight acres, and a damn donkey <laughs> uh, and a damn donkey named Donkey with a pond, you know. Uh, and she <laughs> love her love her old cars. So, to me, it's the basketball, it's the human, and it's what she's impacted. If I had to pick one, uh. But look, I've been blessed, you guys. I don't even know if I'm worthy of the people and spaces I've gotten to occupy, you know. And I don't even sometimes I. have I don't want to say I forget, but like, I really am so lucky. Sometimes people just say that, right? But, uh, you know, Lauren Jackson and Tina, oh God, hell, Noel, Sue, D, Candice, Piff, uh, even some of the Serbian top players, players from different countries that have won medals. I've got to be in their space 5,000 miles away and it's something about when you're away, you just come together, right? It's a different different connection. So, yeah, I've been I've been lucky. I've been lucky.
2: So I, I have two questions.
1: Flowers. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll oh, start no. ranting.
2: B, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no.
1: <laughs> yes, but she definitely needs all of her flowers. Give her a whole bouquet, forest, everything. Mm-hmm. But, but we'll leave that there. So, two fun questions. Okay. I have some of my favorite games um one of them includes a game that you coached um but do you I know it's different when you're in the moment obviously trying to get the dub but do you have a game that you were like "Yo, I did my thing and that was a, a fun game that I enjoyed coaching
0: oh god no 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 it's different um what one of those was probably abroad because I was coaching the Slovakian national team. So that was different. But it here is so different because you're with them for so long. And then you can actually feel and see when they start churning and believing, right? And God me it's the best high ever, right? And this, oh, you you love Atlanta, huh? No, 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 no. I, yes you know because i spent there for 10 years but i I will tell you this if we had gotten in as a four seed i think and took it to three games in atlanta
1: okay i thought you were about to to mention another series
0: no 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 but to me that was confidential growth for Slooty. because i always believed in her right she was like you believe me more than me and i was like okay, for now, but you'll get there, and then I, I saw her little chest stick out, you know, like, she was starting to believe, so it was more about that, and not the game, because from that point on, I'm like, oh, yeah, they think, they think they're kind of good now, I got them, <laughs> right, and it was all them, so I think it's more about that, not just one game.
1: So, my favorite game, one of my favorite games, um, I think it was 2016, that was your last year in Chicago, right, 2016? Yes. So 2016 in that yeah. playoff series against the Lynx. Uh, I think it may have been game three because y'all forced uh, y'all forced the game four. 50 Cent came to that game. Imani mm. had this crazy block. I think she may have blocked Maya or Sil. And they pushed it to a game four. Imani went off because Elena was injured. I think she had a hand injury at the end of that yeah. season. Damn, Imani went it. off. <laughs> um Cheyenne went off. Yes. Like, y'all, I, remember. I, remember. I was here screaming wow. at that block and seeing not to make it about a rapper or anything, but I remember Imani was on this Twitter campaign. Like, she was tweeting, like, yo, 50 Cent comes to a game. 50 Cent comes to a game. 50 Cent comes to a game. Nice. And uh, And when he came and she showed out there in front of him, to see, I think y'all were playing that All-State Arena then yeah, to see yeah. that place uh, erupt. I, I loved it. that
0: Because it was a really close game. And I remember, uh, I remember my coach who had the scout. I was like, what are they gonna run? What are they gonna run? And she said one or three things. And I said, it's your scout. I'm going with that, I'm going with what you say. And she called it. <laughs> and, uh I'm gonna find that block. We 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 were able to scout that, and it's just like so that to me, uh, I remember that part of the game as a coach because when you you know like I'm not gonna have an assistant that I don't believe in, and I, my ego is not big enough to get in the way. <laughs> like she knew him better than me, and uh and so players know that too. You know that's how you build that strong staff. So uh yeah, that's
1: pretty. I think good that game. was awesome. All- I think that was also the trick play um at the free throw line with Slooty, right? <laughs> Damn. Did she, do, she she missed you know, it, I remember, got it back. She missed it, got it back in, I remember, yes. Look, I'm telling uh-huh. you, I was locked in during that game. So okay. yeah, Absolutely. that was like I, I'm gonna go find those clips and I'm gonna put them on YouTube. So okay. Okay. you know, I yeah. I
2: need you to do that because it sounds like what we say here is the hoes are watching, and we you know, <laughs> monitor certain players, uh you know, performances when the hoes are watching. So that that sounds like a definite candidate for Hall of Fame, uh,
1: the hoes are watching. <laughs> Between that and Cheyenne's block on Candace Parker, her rookie year. It was... Ooh, remember that? Yes, yes. All right, so my second... Minute, I'm not nah, going to hold you too long. My second um fun, quote-unquote, question. Are there any outfits... I know a lot of coaches, they put shoes into, like, their Hall of Fame that they won't wear, like, maybe a pair of shoes that they want anything um won a national championship in or like there are certain outfits that are in a museum maybe at that school or um depending on some even the national museums is there anything that you look at like that was a special outfit that was a lucky blazer because you you be killing them with the blazers and the suits and you stuff know? so you be you be fresh. You, you know, know what uh it I think
0: mainly because of the year it was it was in 2004, when my mentor took ill, and that was an unfortunate situation where I became a head coach, and you don't really plan for that, and I remember having this outfit on, and we were on the West Coast, and we wanted it, and I'm like, I'm going to have to just wear it stinking, because I can't really, and it wasn't anything special, you know? Wasn't it was a tan pants. Nope, 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 It, it it's black, it, it was black, but it had... It had four buttons uh, buttoned up and it had the outside pockets in the front. Little, it was just, I, I you know, I wasn't uh, carrying these extra pounds that I have now, but uh, it was fitting nice too. So that helped. <laughs> but, uh, you know, coaches are so crazy. Like sometimes it's really about, we're kind of superstitious, but we don't like to tell people that. And sometimes it, it's really about that. But I remember that outfit because. I remember a picture we took, and everyone was so excited because the final four was in New Orleans. And I'm like, I haven't worn it again. I have not. I have not worn that suit again, but I still have it.
1: This is one of my favorite of you.
0: Yeah. I'm putting my glasses on.
1: You were sharp.
0: You oh, were that's sharp. blue. That's blue with tan. Okay.
1: Whoa. You were sharp. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: Also, I'm, call done. That. I'm done, I'm done, I'm <laughs> done. Also call that the hoes are watching. But, because um, I know we're going to wrap up, because I know we all got game costs to go watch. Um, yeah,
0: I, got, I have a four o'clock, but I'm going to tell them i will be a couple of
2: minutes late. Let me, but go ahead. I'm listening. But just to end on that note, who's the best dress coach in your opinion? Best dress coach. Oh. You go top five.
0: I'll go Joni and
2: Dawn. Mm. I okay. like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like that. Uh, you know, Joni can wear anything. She's, you know, so fit and tall and elegant. And Dawn just has range. Yes. You know, she, she can go hood or she can go <laughs> or she can go uh, you know, high, right? And she gonna rock it, and it's what she feels. And, you know, I just like the fact that she's doing it in a place where they had a Confederate fag at the courthouse, you know, Hello. Um, watching her do her thing. And I, did, I remember those early days, you know, and uh, yeah, I, I get all that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 she's, she's a special one and, and not just for what the people on the outside see. You know, we used to be at USA Basketball together a lot and going so competitive, like she want to win spades. She wanna, you know, in the half court shot.
1: Everybody that. talks about her in spades. Like oh, she must Lord. really be
0: busting heads on spades. Listen, I was there in October, right? And I stayed at the house. So I'm trying to think. I was tired that day, it was practice or whatever. And I promise you, till two o'clock in the morning, and I'm upstairs. You know, she got a big crib, and boom, they, you know, and and she she enjoys it. But I remember USA basketball people talking about it. Everyone. Talking about her affinity for Spage. But um, yeah, I would say those two because of the range mm-hmm. and the elegance in the statement. Yeah, all of that.
2: All of that. Okay, well, because we got to wrap up but we'll go on all
1: night, I'll just ask you. Just, <laughs> but, how the <laughs> elders say my spirit is full.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: indeed. Yes. Hi, hi! <laughs> I, I, I've been here like this entire time.
1: I've been listening. It's it's been such a great. It's been it's been a joy just to listen, just to listen. I learned so much.
0: Thank you, thank you. Look, y'all have my numbers. Uh, I ain't that person. I am who I am. Blessing and the curse. Sometimes people say they want it to. You give it to them. Uh, I try to keep it real and transparent. Um, yeah, I'm 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 for us in every sense of the word. Um, I love it. Sometimes it's not the most popular thing, but hey, that's where we're at.
2: We know, and we thank you for that, and we will catch y'all all later. Thank y'all for joining us for this episode, and yeah, we'll see y'all Tuesday. in oh. spaces. You guys take care. Yes, ma'am, you too. Right. Hopefully ciao. we see y'all in person one thank day. Thank you. That'll work. Bye. Ciao, ciao.